by bus, plane, train, 15 passenger van. Another show, then we must go. Let's get there fast as we can. We just trying to spread love when we come into your city. Some look at us shitty, but some bitches show us they titties. So I love my job, don't have to piss in the cup. They tell me to straighten up because of all the kids and stuff are gonna be there looking at you perform. So keep your lyrics calm, they might be there with their mom and pops. You need to drop something clean with no cussing, but my shit is but nothing. Don't wanna hear these parents fussing about your filth, Lauren filth. And you holding your crouch. Nobody wanna hear about what you wanna poke in their mouth. But that ain't what it's all about. I'm simply trying to have fun. Trying to break a leg, preferably my third one up in your back. They ask, how can you stand there proud and bow? Knowing there's a little child in the crowd saying, Who is the man, mama? On stage with a brew in his hands, mama. Don't you think he's being rude to the fans, mama? Welcome back to the Why So Series podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. Uh, Devin and Mike are back with us, and we are back for another weekly episode of The News and Shit. Devin, did you know that song? Yeah, I didn't know you was a, a fan. Of Devin the Dude? Yeah. I love I Devin the Dude. Are you kidding me? I mean, you're a West Coaster, but I mean, like, because you love easy. Yeah, but he's I didn't not know from you West Coast. He's from Houston. It's Houston, yeah. I actually thought that was Bushwick Bill at first, then I was like, oh, damn, this is, this is a Devin the Dude song. I was like, oh, no. Mike, do you know who Devin the Dude is? Nope. See. Well, you learned today. Uh, so, yeah, we are back. Uh, what's been going on, Mike? What's up with you? Any white shit uh, for us? Oh, he got plenty of white shit. I'm going to do a shark dive in North Carolina. Yeah, so it's if September. Mike never shows back up on the show, you know why. I got eaten by tiger sharks. Um, no, but see, see. my Batman chair, my Batman chair came. That's cool for me. Um, <laughs> um, love me my Batman chair. Um, let's see what else did I do. Uh, it's very comfortable. It's got that memory foam pillow. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I started my dive master training. That was cool. Always about the dive master training. Um, let me see what else. What else have I been doing? I feel like I'm just so busy. Um. Planning a bachelor party right now. We're gonna go skydiving. I'm gonna make Where a corny. Where strippers at? You know, I have half a mind to put strippers on the. Pl- See, the guy doesn't know we're going skydiving. So my like dream scenario, if I can convince the skydiving people to let me do it, is to put the strippers on the plane. What? I feel like that would be hilarious. Sounds like a horrible time. Oh, and very That's much awesome. so. Like if they get on the plane. When you're on the ground, yeah, but they're involved in any way when the plane gets up in the air. That's a terrible. Like a skydiving plane. I can see if you were on a private yeah. jet. That'd be cool. <laughs> I mean, or I'm not if you saying you plane around and stuff while we're up, uh, you know, uh, on the plane. I'm just saying they should they should definitely jump though in their bathing suits. I think that's, what? That'd be awesome. Strippers don't wear bathing suits, Mike. No, oh, I mean, maybe they'll jump naked, but I feel like they probably are not allowed to do that. Given oh, oh god. Michael, this was terribly, terribly executed. Um, I haven't done so, anything with the strippers yet. I'm just saying. Just, like, just very. They have outfits that they wear, not bathing suits. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Michael? This is their job. They, they, they take their job seriously. I'm laughing at how bad I am at knowing. Oh, yeah, oh okay. No oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Devin, um, have you been keeping up on your anime? Yo. So many good animes. Uh, I'm almost done with uh, the Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, I started a new um, anime called Demon Slayer. Uh, I can't pronounce that, that his name. Um, Attack on Titan is still the best damn anime. Just going. It's a great storytelling. It got even better uh, this season. Um, one Punch Man was super good today. Uh, it dropped yesterday on Monday, my, my fault. But yeah, One Punch Man is still great. Uh, Boards are always amazing. Um, and then is I'm just still randomly season two dubbed. No, it, it Brandon. Oh, of of Attack on Titan no, or One Punch, Punch, One Punch Man. Man? No, this is season two now. So it's there's only thirty. Yeah, it's only oh, thirty two episodes. I know. I've I've watched the first six, but I, but those are dubbed. Yeah, I mean. 
He stopped being lazy and just read some goddamn subtitles, you know? Uh, it's worth it, yo. I mean, it's worth it. Is there but any yeah, anime that doesn't involve giant monsters? Um, You know, so, okay, this is the anime staple. Some some feudal, like, Lord Samurai shit. Some magical shit. Uh, some robot shit. <laughs> some uh, enhanced human shit. Giant shit. Or uh, goo goo romance girls uh, type shit. Like, you know, um, or, or demon girls that are barely dressed. Uh, they also have a sports genre anime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are the real, the, the, key, the key staples. Enhanced humans, um, monsters, and um, m- like machine robot things. Yeah. Uh, no, AI. AI. Can't forget about the AI. Love me some AI. Yeah. No. Okay. <coughs> uh, Mike, have you caught up on any of your comic books? Yeah, I caught up. I finished um, Heroes in Crisis. I'm up on the Daredevil run. I'm caught up on Batman. Were you satisfied am... with the ending of Heroes of Crisis? Yes. Are you not? That was fine. I mean, I kind of expected a little bit more, but I understand what Tom King was trying to do and what he was trying to say. And I got to say, I didn't want the person who got who ended up being the person responsible to be the person responsible. But I think it was an important story to tell, because I also think what I love about Tom King is that you see a side of the heroes that you just never really see in other books like like. You know, you see them at their quote weakest when they're fighting somebody, right? When they're like when they lose their powers or right, but that's not actually their weakest, right? Like Tom King explores a lot of the mental uh wear right. and tear. Yeah, that... as a human. Exactly. And I, I I really appreciate and and I like what Tom King like Tom King's Batman run is not action packed by any I mean there's a the action scenes when they're there are phenomenal, like Batman's dream. Like I love the uh in the most I don't know if you guys have Brandon is caught up there in the most recent panel, like Batman fights his way. One of the most one or two most recent books, he fights his way through Arkham, uh, taking out pretty much every every villain he's ever faced in the past. Just like so angry that Bane has been messing with him. And he's he ends up like getting two faced and he's like he does this big dramatic speech where he's like, you tell Bane that I'm going to go home to my house in my city and I'm going to sleep. But tomorrow I'm going to come back to his house with my army and I'm going to break his back or like real dramatic like I, but most of the oh, book shit. most of the run is like batman dealing with the trauma of being left at the altar from catwoman it's it's dealing with his nightmares it's dealing with like ba- is batman able to love or is he like can he not be batman can he be batman so tom and have a tom family king at the same time these characters. tom king yeah bro, like human like batman is no like batman has been like this kind of like you can write any victory for Batman. He could beat anyone, Dark Side, Superman, you name it. You know, you write it way, you write it as possible, and people just kind of accept it. But Tom King takes that and adds this like this human side to him that what I Tom really King like. Does is make Bruce Wayne matter. Bruce Wayne's yes. irrelevant for all anywhere all else. His he honestly is. Like no one cares about Bruce Wayne. They care about Batman, and it's a like it's not. You know, I I love it. I love what he's trying. And so he does that. And so he obviously he's writing Heroes in Crisis, but he. It's a, like there's not a lot of Batman in there. Obviously, he explore, yeah. we explore so many How's other Daredevil? characters. Daredevil's good. So I started. So I started late. Uh, I started with the the few issues before the death of Daredevil. Read the death of Daredevil, and now I'm caught up on his current run because it just started. Um, Daredevil. I also I gotta say, and I forget the artist's name. I love the artwork, especially on the covers of those Daredevil books. They are really cool. Um, and the art in the book is really good too, and the writing's been good so far. I haven't read like, you know, this is my first Daredevil book. Doing the same thing with Spider-Man, except I started way farther back, so I'm reading older Spider-Man books first, and then I'm gonna start his newer run a little bit later. So I just finished the last, the Craven's. Uh, did you read? Hunt. Did you read Superior Spider-Man? It's on the list. Yo, that's the one with uh, Octavius as. Yes, um, very good. Yeah, so that I've read that one before, and that was actually the first Spider-Man book I ever read. So I've read that one. I just finished Craven's Hunt. Now I'm on to the the Spider Verse stuff and the Miles stuff, and then oh probably God. after that I'm gonna move to the current runs. 
of both Miles and Peter because I like both of them at this point. Cool. Um, and aside from Batman, I mean, you know, finish Green Arrow, his run's over. But I got Tom King's run is still by far my favorite. I'm trying to expand my comic books by getting into some of the Marvel books, but the better books. Tom, I, I don't know. Tom King's run is <laughs> my Tom King is a, is a genius. You know, like. So I I got my tickets to New York Comic Con because I thought we were all going. I think I'm the only one who's going. But Tom King is on the guest list, but he's like, as one of like he's like one of the main, like he's like up there with the big names. Like, he's getting real good, and he's leaving yeah, he's very Batman good. run to do. Yeah, but it's like he's um, you know, he's up there with the big guys now, and I I think it's really cool. And he's also um, what was I gonna say? Hey, with the Verne, doing that. That team up we, thing. We're not going to talk about that news, okay. quote unquote. Oh, I was going to say that he left. Yeah, he's leaving to do. He left the Batman to do more other other projects, which I'm curious to see what they are. But I love Tom King, and if you guys want anything signed, I'm gonna get some stuff signed for Brandon Devin. If you want any anything signed, let me know. I'll go pick him up because he's the man. So, um, I just me and old man Wade finally did a comic book history show where we talked about current comics that I'm reading. <clears throat> so you should go check it out. But I will say, I am reading the Immortal Hulk, and okay. that fucking book is so good. It is incredible. And people have been telling me, "Oh, you need to read Immortal Hulk." I'm like, "Yeah, all right. you know." They're like, "No, you need to read the Immortal Hulk." I'm like, "All right, whatever." So I finally was like, "You know what?" Somebody else told me like last week, like, "Go read the fucking Immortal Hulk. What's wrong with you?" And so I said, all right. So I started reading Mortal Hulk, and I just read all 17 issues. It was no 18. I haven't read 18, but 17 issues. I'm just like, this is incredible. And I, and then I go on everywhere, and I'm like, you guys need to go read the Mortal Hulk. It's so fucking good. <laughs> and then I'm thinking nobody's reading the Mortal Hulk. And then I saw an article yesterday that Immortal Hulk outsold Batman last issue. And you know, in a world, you know what world a Hulk comic book outsells a Batman comic book? A world when nobody's world when the Hulk comic book is fucking incredible. Everyone get should, it, get it, get yes. it. He Somebody should go. Everyone <laughs> who listens to this fucking podcast should go on Marvel Unlimited or Comics Allergy or your local comic book shop and start reading Al Ewan's Immortal Hulk. It's in fucking incredible. It's a horror book, essentially like Bruce Banner's back at nighttime. He dies and he turns into the Hulk. And the Hulk is like smart, but kind of sinister, and it's it's fucking deep. It's scary. It's introspective. It's okay. it's incredible. It's just it's fucking incredible reading. It's great. Go I read will it. read it, Brandon. I will read it. You you pulled my arm long enough. I will go read the Immortal, and I will report back here next week. Go read the Immortal Hulk. You must you must read it. Uh, and I'm also reading Naomi, which is really good. Uh, I need to read issue five. Apparently, this is where we find out how she got her powers. Uh, Naomi is basically going to be DC's version of Miles Morales. And non-ironically, Brian Michael Bendis is writing that book. So Naomi's this black girl who lives in this town where nothing ever happens. And then finally, Superman comes and has this fight. And she's like a huge fan of superheroes. But something weird is going on in the town that nobody wants to explain to her. And it has to do with her past because she's adopted. And she doesn't know anything about, like, her real parents or anything like that. And so you start to find out bits and pieces about her past each episode. And, like, one of her adopted parents is Thana Guardian. And oh. I think in the fifth issue, you kind of find out that she has powers and where they can – a little bit more. I haven't read it yet, but everyone tells me it's great. So Naomi, really, 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 really good book in D.C. And she is going to be a very popular character in the next couple of years. So – if you have that book, or you should go probably go buy that book, and you should probably go buy issue one in the first printing if you can, because in a few years that's probably going to be worth some good money because she's going to be extremely popular. Um, so all right, let's get to the news. So we'll start off with um, E3. Mike, did you watch E3? Yeah, I always pay pretty close attention to E3. I'm a pretty, I mean, I enjoy all the gaming news. Um, a lot of a lot of good stuff this year. A lot of stuff that people wanted that they didn't get. Um, for example, PlayStation didn't even have a, uh, didn't even do anything. Um, I Xbox had their booth and Bethesda and everyone. So we'll, I mean, the big stuff. We're not, I'm not going to talk about everything because you know there's a, a ton of stuff. Mike, uh, did you watch that 
steampunk whatever what's it called Wait, for which which uh publisher it's called um punk 2077 something oh, oh, he's talking, about oh you're talking about, no 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 he's talking about cyberpunk yes. no, no. so i was gonna get there so that was one of the so i guess we'll start Keanu, bring, so cyberpunk 2077 is this game that was announced uh not too long ago it's highly anticipated it looks great um and we finally got our first taste of like what it's going to be like um, at E3. And Keanu Reeves is going to be the main character. I'll read you the plot of the game. I just pulled it up. It's an upcoming role-playing video game. Let me see this. Where's the? Uh, uh, I'm trying to find like a plot of it because it's really. I don't, have you heard of? Have you heard of the? Uh, uh, the plot. I just know he broke the internet. That's all. I will. Yeah, I broke the internet. Internet. yeah, tell us uh, about it. So it's the world ba- okay, this is what it says. Uh, the world exploded in Simon Kennery showed up in Cyber 27 E3 2019 trailer. Um, where is the fucking oh here it is. Um, so it's made by CD Project Red. Uh, they behind the Witcher series, as you know, everyone loves the Witcher. Witcher is great. Um, yeah. And it's just like you play as V, an urban mercenary and cyberpunk who takes a dangerous dangerous jobs for money create your own you totally customize them yourself uh you're in this like futuristic like punk world um they showed all the gameplay and everything i mean it looks there's not too much you know about the plot other than you're a mercenary in this futuristic like uh you know gadget and machinery you know like kind of like steampunk but more more like futury um not not, you know how like steampunk's always kind of set in like you know it's like that 1700s vibe this is like kind of that in the future. Okay, um, so, what does Keanu Reeves have to do with any of this? He's he's in the game as a character. So, I'm, a- I'm noticing more and more recently that they're taking big name actors and putting them in games and giving them like real like real big acting roles in the game. So, Keanu Reeves is straight up playing one of the main characters and he's going to be in it. And I don't know if that means you could play as him or if he's just going to be in the game a lot. But there's a picture of him and he looks pretty badass. He's got like a metal arm. And he's in the game. They just did the same thing. John Bernthal actually is going to be the main villain of the newest Ghost Recon game, um, which looked. I'm, I plan on getting both of these games, 2077 and um, Ghost Recon. But so Keanu, Reed, there's still like they talked a little bit about the gameplay, but not like not too much about the plot is known other than you're just in this like. Cyberpunk. So it's a it's a first person shooter. Like, is it? Can, what is it comparable to? To like that people play now? I would say probably. Third person Assassin's Creed. I don't. I can't tell actually if it's first. It looks first. cool. It right, looks right. really. What about cool. the new Xbox? Oh, uh, the new Xbox is gonna. So here's the problem with Xbox. I, I I have declared the winner of the console wars as PlayStation because at the end of the day, when you know when PS5 hasn't been officially announced yet, but we all know it's coming. Xbox just announced this. You all, we all know, PlayStation Five is going to be very, very similar. There's going to be some things better about the PlayStation, some things better about the Xbox. Um, Xbox needs to work on its original content before it starts putting out super expensive consoles. And here's why: everyone wants a PS4 now because you get things like Days Gone, which I'm playing right now. Fantastic! You get The Last of Us. You get Uncharted. You get God of War. Very, very big, popular games. I think The Last of Us is probably the best game I've ever made, and I'm like a huge Batman and Assassin's Creed fan. Um, with Xbox, yes. Oh, it's, how can I forget? Of course, Spider Man, um, and you know, and they're even getting all the deals too, thanks to Sony. So like, there's even going to be exclusive PS4 content for the new Avengers game, which I'm going to talk about in a second. Um, PlayStation has the exclusive content. Forget the consoles. People are like Xbox is better, PS4 is better. Nah, hardware wise, they're basically the same goddamn thing. Right. Got to judge it based on the original content. Now, Xbox has a ton of original content. Most of it sucks. You get the two big titles are Halo and Gears of War. That's pretty much it. But I heard um, Xbox is better for everything else, like their streaming, their interface. Well, I've heard the multiplayer is better on yeah, Xbox. Multiplayer, like, well, the multiplayer is better. Their servers are better. And also, the thing that Xbox is doing with the PC now, where you can basically play games cross-platform. Almost that, all the I new think games. it's going to hurt them, because here's the thing. Most people, you know, the masses are buying, you know, at the end of the day, like, if I got to pick a game for multiplayer or story, I'm more of a story-driven gamer. I do like my multiplayer games, but I'm going to pick... I-, I like the story-driven games more than the multiplayer games. Other people are different. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they put out... Halo was their biggest frontrunner. I mean, the only reason I got an Xbox One was for Halo, and I got the Halo at one. 
you know. Now the the new ones are all going to be available on the PC. So that's their biggest exclusive front runner is now Gears of War. And Gears of War, I mean, I kind of felt I used to play it like a long time ago. I don't I haven't really been playing it recently, but the new Xbox, we, we can talk about it. Um it's called um what is it called? Uh, Xbox Project Scarlet. Um let me pull up the official specs from their uh their website here or their uh, their review. It's it's got like 8K um Oh shit. Yeah, it's going to have a – I have a feeling it's going to – I don't think they talk about the price. It's going to be pretty expensive. I think – so there have been talks about it um, supporting – like all the other – that's the other thing too that they have – that they're behind on is PS4 and PC support VR. So far, Xbox has not. Um, they're also doing this thing called xCloud where they're doing a streaming platform for games, I guess, um, that they started talking about. Um, the cost is going to be about 500 bucks, which is going to set some people back as usually they're four. Um, so really it's just going to be, it's got AK 120 frames per second. Um, it's going to support also 1080p and, uh, 60 frames per second as well. And the streaming. So really all we know is like, it's going to be super powerful and, and, you know, push to, uh, this cloud streaming service. All right. That's enough. Of Xbox. <laughs> um, because we got a lot of stuff to get to. I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, two more, one thing before we get to Avengers. Did you see anything about the Star Wars Fallen Order? Video yes, game? and that's the only two games I really wanted to talk about were Avengers and Star Wars. Okay, go. Star Wars looks great, and I know what everyone's thinking is E3, but it's, I mean, um, not E3, um, EA. It's not, though. It's e, It's not, I mean, it's owned by EA, the parent company. I'm going to give it a chance. I saw the, uh, similar to, and I'll make this short. Is it a multiplayer game or a single player game? It's a, it, well, there's a big story. I think there's a multiplayer component, but it's mostly a single-player game. Oh, cool. Big, big open world. But here's the thing that I want to bring up. The one thing, the reason that the Spider-Man game was vastly popular is, mo- is heavily, heavily due to the, yeah, the story was good, but the swinging. The swinging has not been good in a Spider-Man game pretty much ever. It never felt fluid. It never. It, it is very satisfying to swing through New York the city, yeah. in the Spider-Man game. In this game... The lightsaber gameplay feels very... I mean, I haven't actually played it yet, obviously, but while watching it, it looks very fluid and natural. There's a lot of force abilities. He was, like, stopping bullet, uh, pla- like the, the laser beams in the air, and he was pulling people towards him, throwing the lightsaber, and he was jumping and spinning, and it looks like a Star Wars movie. And I think... So what time period does this movie, this game take place in? It takes place uh, directly after Order 66, I think it was, and the Jedi are being hunted. And okay. uh, the rise of the empire is coming. Jedi are expelled, and they're burning. You know, so that's a cool era we haven't seen. New character we haven't Hold seen. On, I'm, I'm watching the trailer canon. now. Is is that dude? Is Forrest Whitaker's character in this? From Saw um, uh, He's alive during this time, so he probably is. But there's yeah. the trailer that was that came out a few months ago. The E3 demo with the lightsaber is what you should be looking at, and it it looks really fluid. And I think it's going to have the same success that Spider Man did because of the swinging. Like, people want to run around with a lightsaber and fuck up shit. That's what they want. That's what I want. <laughs> I know that's what everybody wants. You know, because you're a Jedi. What do you want to, you know, in Battlefront, it's really annoying to run around with lightsabers because you just mash the, the right trigger and you're just cutting stuff down. It's not fun. Some of them have, like, a few abilities. But this one looks really like, I feel like it's a, almost like watching a Star Wars movie. So that's all I'll say about the Star Wars game for the sake of time. Okay, but I'm, I'm going to be getting it. I'm going to give it a chance. The Avengers game. I have some, uh, um, it was okay. I mean, I'm going to get it. It looks fine. It looks a little underwhelming, especially for a game that was announced, I think, like several years ago or like two or three years ago, I forget. Um, and we haven't seen anything for it until now. That's kind of a bad sign for me. Um, trailer looked all right. I, you know, I, I think they're going too far with the, um, the, the <laughs> trying to have their own original story thing here. I think, like, that's evident in the way that, I don't know. I mean, it feels a little. I, I, I'm curious to see where they go. Um, well, I, I noticed Man had an original story. Yeah, uh, I actually saw a theory that they're going to be in the same universe because there's a line in the Spider-Man game where he's like, "The Avengers are always in San Francisco. Why?" Um, People weren't too happy about it, from what I saw. I, on I, yeah, well, I know that like for a game that was, this is what I was going to say for a game that was announced years ago, I expected to see more gameplay. We didn't see any. It was all story, and like I don't like at the end of the day. You know, you want gameplay. Like you the want game to see gameplay. isn't yeah. fun. Like, go here's a perfect example. 
Ghost Recon Wildlands is a terrible story. It's really cheesy dialogue. It's not like it's a very repetitive story. The gameplay is so fun though that everybody loved it. Dialogue is garbage. The story is very repetitive. You just do the same thing over and over. But it's fun to play, and you can approach it. the game is fun. So it doesn't matter how good your story is or how bad the story is. The game's got to be fun to play. People got to be able to get on there and and have fun and you know like the lightsaber game, the Star Wars story. That game probably, I mean, it'll probably have a decent story, but the story could be bad. But if I can run around with my lightsaber and fuck up shit, I'm not gonna care. Same. Bro, this this doesn't come out till fucking 2020. Yeah, both a lot of the well, what you're gonna see now. That's what happens at E3. They're gonna po- they're gonna push them for the new consoles, the next gen consoles, PS5 and Xbox. Okay. So you're gonna have to buy the new stuff unless you have a computer. But this Avengers game didn't show any gameplay. It showed the story. I didn't like the story trailer that much. It didn't. It wasn't like something that I was like, "Wow, this looks great." I was like, "Why'd you blow up half of San Francisco?" And now there's this five year gap. It just feels a little odd. Um, and then they showed like Hank Pym doing something random. I was like, "That's a little strange." I don't know what he why he's not like. I, I thought. I guess they were trying to have like, "Oh, look, there's other characters," but like, I would have picked someone way cooler than Hank Pym to tease. Like, especially when you haven't shown any gameplay yet at all i mean i mean from what they say it's just like you're gonna be able to uh ongoing process you're gonna be able to keep completing missions and stuff like that so yeah but i want to and it's co-op what does does that mean it could be i mean you know i guess like again it's gonna bring people together each co-op mode so you know i said that about fallout 76 that was a disaster You said it about what show? What, what they, you should have seen Fallout 76's E3 thing last year. It was really overhyped. Everyone was all into it. All this cool stuff was said, and then the game was a dumpster fire. It was like the most disappointing game release of all time. Oh, wow. Doesn't matter how good they say it's going to be. I mean, they said Fallout 76. I thought Fallout 76 was going to be good. I was real pumped for you, it. Ah. Yeah, you were pumped. I remember. It scared the shit out of me. Sorry, my dog showed up in the, in the room. Shut up. Um, yeah, so, I mean, the Avengers game, it was a little... I feel like I'm a little underwhelmed, and I'm annoyed they didn't actually show any gameplay when that game was announced so long ago. All right, so let's get on to the news. Thank you, Mike, for E3 news. Um, really needed that. Um, oh, shit. It sounds like it's like Tomb Raider, though. I mean, I say that. Maybe. Let's see it. Like, show yeah. it. Yeah. So, okay. So, did you guys know that they finally put out a full trailer for Pennyworth? Uh, do we have to watch it? So, we're going to watch it. And God we'll see damn it. You guys will give it a chance. Can y'all see my screen? Yep. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I can see it. This is bullshit. army i'll have no more to do with it now i want to be my own man i started up a security firm my apologies thursday night's always a bit naughty we can meet saturday it's gonna be a nice day rather forward of you no i saw the weather forecast if i didn't get your name pennyworth thomas wayne i have security needs I recently discovered a criminal conspiracy. They missed. They can't afford to have any loose ends. Rosie! Call us when you've got Thomas Wayne. You're a dancer, are you? I love dancing, me. Mr. Pennyworth, if they kill me, they have to kill you. There will be no exchange. If things go pear-shaped, I'll do my best to keep you alive. This great nation of ours is at war with itself. We will take back this country. So coup d'etat, as a rule, if you have to use French words for something, I don't like it. I don't like violence. And I don't like you, mate. You can find a position in a good household. 
Do right, you're a butler before you're 40. All right, Mike, after watching it, are you more or less interested in Pennyworth? Less. I could not. The, this, why? This, uh, never mind. You know how I this. Why is this Why? Yeah, like, it literally, like, so it's taking place in the UK, and this is where Alfred. No, it looks like it's taking place in Gotham. No, it's got it. That's no, the UK. I got that the UK. It was definitely the UK. Why the fuck is yeah. Thomas Wayne in the UK? Again, that's where he first was. That Thomas Alfred, Wayne? Apparently. I honestly could not even tell. I, I guess the dude with the mustache was Thomas. I, I, I have to believe that because you can't keep. This saying is a perfect example. Thomas Wayne. Like when when Warner Brothers was like, "We're gonna make a a uh, trench movie." Why? Why do you well, keep doing this? <laughs> Why do you? Like, keep they put their it? name on this shit. Like, and this <laughs> accent was awful. Someone could say to me, like, hey, you you want to be an actor? I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to be in a superhero thing? Yeah, yeah. All right, we got Pennyworth. And I'd be like, oh, you know what? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a pass. <laughs> My agent said I should, I should take better. I've never oh, been in anything. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. What? You not recording? No, I am recording. Kryptonite. Oh. I mean, Krypton comes back tonight. God damn it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you good that segue into the, the next topic. Yeah, so Pennyworth I'm is going to be trash. I'm the only one watching Krypton on this yep. show, which y'all should watch because yeah. it's great. Nope. 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 Although now it's on DC Universe, so maybe when I'm caught up on, on the on CW, I'm over there. What if Superman never existed? Set two generations before the destruction of Superman's home planet, Krypton, follows Seg L, the legendary Man of Steel's grandfather, as a young man who fights to save his home planet from destruction. Season 2 brings us back to a changed Kandor, locked in a battle over its freedom and its future. General Zod is now in control. He's on who's a, black? He, yes, who's a black man, which is awesome. He's on a ruthless mission to rebuild Krypton according to his <coughs> ideals and to secure his future by conquering the universe. Faced with a bleak outlook, our hero Segel attempts to unite a dispersed group of resistors in the effort to defeat Zod and restore hope to their beloved planet. Their chance of redemption is threatened, however, by the opposing tactics, shifting alliances, and conflicting moral boundaries, forcing each of them to individually determine how far they're willing to go in pursuit of a better tomorrow. That sounds like an interesting show. Yo, I saw Doomsday on, on the preview, though. Doomsday's on there. <laughs> I was like, that was like, God damn. He like, looks he good. He looks scary as shit. He looks he look scary as shit. And... Like himself, not bulky, but just like uh, a killing machine. Lobo's on there. Uh, Brainiac's on there. Adam Strange is on there. I don't understand why this isn't something Mike would watch, because this sounds like something Mike would watch. I'm not really saying good. it's not good. I just don't know. I don't know. I, I, for some reason, I'm just not into it. All right. Whatever. I'll just Me either. Jessica Jones Season 3 is coming back. Are you excited for that, Mike? Um, yeah, I like Jessica Jones. I'm, I mean, I'm a little bittersweet about it because, you know, all the shows got canceled and we don't really know where they're going, even though I'm pretty sure they're going to end up eventually on either Hulu Disney or Plus. Disney Plus after their two-year thing's over. But Jessica Jones for debuts uh, on Friday, actually. So, Mike, I mean, Devin, are you going to watch it? Never watched an episode. Ah, oh, oh, Devin. You're a trip. I'm Jessica good. Jones is the GOAT. I heard it was good. You know, everybody tells me this is good. Just not going to do it. Yes. Not going to do Christian it. Richard is the best actor of, of all of them. Oh, so all good. of them. Yeah, you're absolutely right. All right. So you're missing out on other good shit. Um, you forgot some TV news on here, though, on this list. What TV news? Swamp Thing was canceled I after have one that, Devin. I mean, Mike, you clearly don't read No, you it. don't. Yes, I do. We'll get to that. Disney is. I'm looking at the thing right now. We'll get to that. Disney executives reveals new details about Marvel Studios' Disney Plus series. Uh, many of the Avengers will return, but it will be on a small screen. The new wave of original series set to premiere on Disney Plus. Disney Senior Vice President of Content Agnes Chu recently spoke at the Produced By conference and shared new details about their strategy for their new streaming service. Uh, so but when it comes to Marvel content, she says they're putting their utmost trust into Kevin Feige, of course. Of course, yeah. At Marvel Studios, Kevin Feige, who is sheepherd in the amazing tentpole theatrical Marvel Cinematic Universe, he's the same person behind all the Marvel Studios series that will be on Disney+. Plus, Because Disney is smart. Disney might have <laughs> inadvertently revealed their first look at the Loki series, one of the first offerings on the platform from a photo posted from April's investors meeting. 
so you're going to get a Loki series. You're going to get a Hawkeye series. You're going to get a Falcon and Bucky series. Mike, are you what, excited what, for what these? For, huh? What you say, Devin? What, what, what series are you looking forward to the most, Mike? And Brian, which, which guys are you guys looking for? Looking oh, forward uh, to. That's a loaded question, honestly. No, it's not. Like I'm I mean, pumped like, for all of it. I mean, uh, there's not one that I'm absolutely Loki because Bucky. Oh, he is. I don't know how good Anthony Mackie and Sebastian is going to be. We'll see. <laughs> but I think I like their adventure more. So then I want I lo- Loki. Loki, like I, I definitely going to tune in every week to see like how the story unfolds because that's the way the Loki character is portrayed. Like you never get the the beginning of his plot at the beginning. You never really know what his his motives and how he's gonna accomplish what he wants to. So like I'm definitely uh excited. I'll be more successful for that show than I will for uh Bucky and um Falcon. And Hawkeyes. Um Hawkeye I mean, nah. I mean, I got enough of Hawkeye show uh, when I saw it. All I want to see Hawkeye do, and he's not going to do that in the show. So, all right. Uh, after surprising uh, Swamp Thing inside the sudden cancellation of DC Universe's role within Warner Media remains a mystery. After surprising Genesis cancellation, Swamp Thing has become a case study in how series gets axed in the peak TV era. The drama from Warner Brothers TV was canceled. Uh, produced uh, a mere five days after its first episode debuted on the studio back DC Universe. And it got platform. positive feedback from... Bo- Brandon, both y'all both said it was... Uh, Brandon said it was decent. He liked it. Was. it. The remaining nine episodes of the drama will continue to be released weekly as a series from the executive producer James Wan. Uh, the time of the cancellation, days after it launched to a warm reviews of 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, raised eyebrows. Trouble began April 17th when Warner Trump swapped things order from 13 to 10 based on creative output. Despite promising reviews, insiders believe that they had a dud on their hands, and rather than pull the plug on the show and lose millions already invested into nothing to the show, uh, the studio opted instead to complete the work on the series and use it to bolster the library content for the DC Universe platform. The show is the third live-action drama to debut on DCU, joining the already renewed Titans (coughs) and offshoot Doom Patrol, which is later awaiting... Listen, if they fucking renew Titans and don't remove Doom Patrol... I swear I might be done with DC. I swear I might be done with DC. Sources say the time in the cancellation was spurred by the studio's decision to bypass paying millions to store the show's physical sets in North Carolina. That decision led to the cancellation leak. Contrary to some early unconformed reports, tax incentives had nothing to do with the sudden cancellation of Swap Thing. Was awarded $5 million in incentives for the pilot and additional $12 million for the remainder of the season. Uh, so basically they didn't want to pay to keep the sets in North Carolina. I know what, yeah, this is all administrative. Is they, yeah, they're saying it's trash, and people are going to realize it's trash. We're Watch. not going to keep... Swamp Thing will end up being really good, and they're going to be like, oh, Because no one knows what they're doing over there. <laughs> they need That's to why. sell. They need to sell. <laughs> they think Titans is good, but they don't know if they want to bring Doom Patrol back. Now, part of that is because Titans has a bigger name, so more people probably watched it, but it's not good. It wasn't good. People thought it was good. Those people, you can't trust their opinions. They're bad people. I didn't mind it until the very last episode. Yeah, you don't have a good opinion yeah. either. Yeah. You think Days of Future Past is good. <laughs> so you don't count. You also like BBS. So you don't count. Mike. Yeah, you definitely don't count. You definitely don't count. Uh, you like BBS, Kevin, you do not count. Are you excited for a Quentin Tarantino Star Trek R-rated <laughs> film? Shut your fucking face! I'm not. God damn it! That's gonna be terrible. Who? What? Who's the captain we're gonna get? What captain we're gonna get? Are we gonna get Kurt? Who? No, we're not getting captain. Like who can be eight? Or, Are you I'm just me? saying. What? I. I mean, I'm just saying. Who do you want to see? Be an a. I mean, a, a rated R captain of the Star Trek. <laughs> that's what I want. It's like, I mean, it's gonna be ridiculous, but that doesn't mean it's not gonna be good. Like, are we going to get some Kill Bill action? Like, what What the fuck? Like, I'm just, I'm confused. I am signing up for CBS All Access this weekend. Um, so I can finally watch Star Trek Discovery on a free trial. Okay. Which I hear is unbelievable. Unfucking believable. So, Plus, you got to watch the Twilight Zone. And the Twilight Zone, yes. But mostly for Star Trek Discovery. 
I cannot believe that he's going to do an R-rated movie. But it, of course he's going to do an R-rated movie. It's Quentin Tarantino. My question is, if he's going to be in space and there's not going to be any African-Americans, who is he going to call He's going to say nigga. Yeah, I was about to say, who's going to call nigga? Is he going to call black space people nigga? Hey, he might get a Cleon in there and he'll have some brown skin and a couple nigga. Maybe. So, we'll see about that. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, Dave Batista wants to be Bane. Yes. Well, you here for that, Mike? Yeah, I, I, but I this know about is, that. Oh, we, we talked about this like a couple times. Well, yeah, we said he would be good as Bane. He actually came out and said, he actually came out in a tweet and said, yeah, I, I would want to be Bane. Of course he does. But, uh, I mean, I could see, he. I feel like he could do that. He was in, He was good in uh, James Bond. Yeah, he's good. I can't wait to see. I'm only going to see that Stuber movie because of him. What movie? Stuber. Oh, Stuber. Stuber. I thought you said, I yeah. thought you said stupid. No, Stuber. It probably is going to be stupid, but I'm going to see it because, you know, it's him. Um... He's going to be in Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. That'll be interesting. Let's see. Uh, all right. So. Brent, what about movies we're going to review this week, sir? Because a lot of movies are coming out yeah, this so week. We're doing Men in Black. We're doing the zombie movie and um, Shaft. Okay. Shaft doesn't come out this week. No, Shaft week? comes out comes tomorrow. Out next week. Oh, for real? Yes. I'm going to see it Sunday with my dad. So that'll be cool. Um, all right. X-Men vs. Fantastic Four scrap movie plot details reveal. Dumb. Details surrounding <laughs> the Fox now scrap X-Men vs. Fantastic Four movie have been made public. All right. So this movie would have brought together superheroes such as X-Men, Fantastic Four, Deadpool, and Daredevil. All right. So here's what we got. Okay. Uh, let me see. Where are the details? Okay, here we go. Uh, according to THR, Fox considered building towards a crossover movie that would have pitted the X-Men against the Fantastic Four, adding in that it would be Civil War for the Fox Marvel characters. The script, which would have been penned by first-class screenwriters Ashley Edward Miller and Stentz. Okay, first class was okay. Johnny Storm goes Nova while trying to apprehend the villain Molecule Man, and that... Johnny blows a hole in Manhattan and sparks a superhero registration act. In oh, get the fuck out of here! In response to the carnage, in a similar vein to Captain America: Civil War, the heroes are split on opposite opposing sides, and that there would be matchups between Wolverine and Mister Fantastic uh, that would end with Reed Richards pinning Wolverine down, extending his hand until they're one molecule wide, and using them as scissors to cut the mutant's arm off. The film would end with a peaceful pact between the heroes. It would later tease a scroll invasion and post-credit scene. Mike, would you have been excited for that film? Mm, I mean, no, not at all. Uh, g uh, given what we've gotten, I think if if it came out before any of Captain America, yeah, out, Civil I War, I would have been like, "Oh, this is great! Like, let's do it." But then now, you know, it's like, no. Yeah, that's a no. Yeah. What about Devin? Yeah, it's literally a copy. Right infringement movie, and um, I'm not here for it. Well, no, they can use a superhero registration because they're still Marvel characters. But I mean, like again, you just could, took a whole movie with the curse. Civil War. This was 2010. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I would have been here for it. Okay, I would... that would have been terrible, but I would have been here for it. Uh, Matthew Vaughn expressed interest in uh, rebooting the Fantastic Four, so. Yeah, I'm excited about that. What what has he done? I don't know. Kingsman. I don't love him. Oh, oh okay, yeah, I'm okay. First class. Okay, that was a decent. So that would be that would be good. Um, Let's get to that science news. Though. I was talking about it. Hold on, Dark Phoenix likely to lose a hundred million dollars at the box office. Are you serious? That is crazy. You know how much money it made open the weekend? $33 million. I do not. Are you serious? Like, there, my theater was empty, yo. My, I went and saw IMAX. It, it was maybe maybe 40 people in there. And that, that's, that's generous. It I had a $200 million budget. It made $33 million open the weekend. 
Wow. That's all you have to say about the actual movie. So any one of you motherfuckers who try to defend these shits to me, <laughs> fuck you. Mike, scientists are, are working on real-life Spider-Man webbing. Yes. Let's do it. They, uh, <laughs> they actually, um, I have some magnetic ones. And they're work. doing it at University of Maryland, Baltimore. Yeah. I'm about to say shout-out to Baltimore. We in here. Oh, I'm going to go through there and borrow some. I actually have some magnetic ones that work just like Spider-Man's do, but only on magnets, and uh, they don't support any weight. But they're cool to freak people out. According to a report on the UMBC website, scientists have long been trying to decipher how to synthetically create spider webbing because of its tensile strength and flexibility. Though they're still puzzled on how to replicate exact webbing, the ability to replicate the substance that makes the said webbing sticky is groundbreaking in its own right and the first step to being able to replicate the whole organic material. So they've they've replicated making the uh, substance, Mike. So we're almost. I'm there. here for it. I'm here. I will be. I'll be. The, I'll get it. I'm gonna use it all the time. <laughs> Make my life so much easier. Spider-Man webbing for. When I need the remote and don't want to get up. When I need to scale a skyscraper. Um. Oh shit. When the sharks come at me underwater, I'm gonna just web their teeth up. You know. Oh, oh my god, Mike! This is not a cartoon. No, I don't worry. And then what I'm going to do, I'm going to shoot my right hand with my left web shooter and make like a bungee and then put the knife in it and slingshot it in the shark's mouth. You're not cool yeah. enough to do anything remotely. Yes. Like yes, I am. Oh, you Mike know what? Was... I have one before we get to this one. No, I'll get this one first. I'll, I'll warm Mike up because this is ridiculous. Um, Google just revealed the Pixel 4 on Twitter. So I want a Pixel. Mike is anti-iPhone iPhone's trash. Have you seen the Pixel 4, Mike? No, I'm looking at it right now. It has a square camera on the back. Let's go to Google. It looks like it has multiple cameras. I am here for it. It does. It, has, it says multiple lens. I, I, I was impressed with it uh, as far as, but I can't, I can't leave iPhones because it's just too easy. Why would I? I don't want to learn a whole new system, so... Yes, I will continue to, to buy the trash Apple keeps making because they're not good phones anymore. They just update one thing and that's it. I, Apple's no, I don't like iPhones. You're a hater. Um, MIT algorithm helps robots guess where humans are going next. Yes. Who thought oh, this was a good oh, idea? God. The NSA, just, probably, I would imagine. How is this oh, a yeah. good idea? In which, in what way, in any way, is this a good idea? Automation because... is increasingly a reality in the workforce, and that means robots working alongside humans. But there's a problem. Robots are often loosely lousy at predicting where humans are going, leading them to either freeze up or risk collision with their fleshy counterparts. Thankfully, MIT researchers have developed an algorithm that better predicts the path of nearby humans. Rather than simply remind the distance of points of a person's body like common systems, the new approach aligns segments of a person's trajectory with a collection of reference movements. Moreover, it considers timing as well. It knows you're not about to change course if you've just started moving. This is a horrible idea. No, it's not. They're going to try they're trying to avoid uh, automatic cars hitting random pedestrians. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. Uh, no, cuz what about when they predict where you're going and they end up showing up there? What, the car? <laughs> no, a robot. No. No, that's not going to happen. Why? Because, it, no. Why won't you, it happen? There's always more to these than Michael. you're willing to admit. What? Mike, did you see the uh, 200... Will be... Did you see the 292-inch 8K television? <laughs> yeah, it's like $8,000. <laughs> that's it? Uh, that's not... No, it's probably, yeah, I, it's, not more, bad, it's more, it's more, it's more, it's more. I was about to say $8,000, are you kidding me? <laughs> I would save up for that shit. <laughs> no, it's $100,000. I just pulled that number out of my butt. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to get it. I don't think I need that. No, I don't think you need that. Although that would be cool in like museums and shit. Yeah, well, the Smithsonian can go buy their $100,000 flat screen 8K uh, TV. I'll go watch it. I'll so sit there too young. Bed. I remember when IMAX was only in the Science Center. Yeah. And I had to go to the uh, Science Center. Uh, uh, I do too. No, well, Michael, you like you were like six, six years old? No, he was like Seven one years, years old. old. Yeah. So? He was like one years old. I saw Lion, Lion King in IMAX, and I, was, I got to see the Michael Jordan experience in IMAX, and that shit was mind-blowing at the time. 
Here's another. Why are we doing this? Um, Uber <laughs> will test its flying taxis in Melbourne. Finally. I hate roads and parking garages. This is going to solve all those problems. Uber no has more. chosen the third test city to join Dallas and Los Angeles for its flying taxis trial. Melbourne, the third location was supposed to be Dubai, but negotiations fell through and prompted the company to look for another site for the trials outside the U.S. Susan Anderson, Uber's regional general manager for Australia, New Zealand, and North Asia, told Reuters that Reuters that it, it because the Australian government adopted a forward-looking approach to ride-sharing and future transport technology. Uh, the ride-hauling service plan to start testing Uber Air electric ve- vertical takeoff and landing vehicles. So they got Quinjets. Uh, in 2020, three years before the service expected to launch, Melbourne's test flights will take passengers from one of the Westfield shopping centers to the city's main international airport. That 12-mile journey that typically takes 25 minutes or so by car, with a flying taxi, it'll only take 10 minutes. This, fuck that. In theory, That's shit. sounds like a great idea. It's not a good idea. No. Who's flying these taxis? Some person on a drone? Or is it a real person? Is it a pilot? And if it's a pilot... How much is this pilot getting paid to fly these taxis as opposed to a real plane? Because if they're not getting paid relative to what a real pilot would get paid, then you're getting shitty pilots. And do you yeah. want to be flying around on a on a Quinjet with a shitty pilot? <laughs> I'm on it all the time. Let me let's do it. You can't be. Oh my god! You can't be pro it, all it, this shit. I am pro all of this. Passengers nah, will be able man. to book flights through the Uber app like any other ride. For prices comparable to Uber X's, though. For prices comparable to Uber X, so it's nah, going to cost the uh, same as a uh, car? I don't believe it. So $50 to get to the airport? Get the fuck out of here. I don't believe I'm not, it. I'm not I can take that. a little plane. Me- Listen, that sounds cool as shit. I don't believe it. It sounds super cool, but you're not going to tell me that I'm going to risk falling out the goddamn sky or somebody killing me. When I can, it's only gonna add. It's gonna take fifteen minutes off my commute to the airport. Fuck out of here, yo! <laughs> Not worth it. And it's getting late, so I'll save this YouTube white supremacist rant for next time. Um, <laughs> Mike, do you have any news for us? Um, no. Gavin. No, uh, movie reviews. I'm excited about it. Yeah, so check out our movie reviews we got coming up. Men in Black. What is that zombie movie called? Uh, dead don't don't die. Hold on. Dead don't die, right? Don't the dead don't dead yeah, dead don't die. Yeah. Yeah, the dead don't die. Uh, MIB and Shaft, all of which don't look to be particularly good, but we'll see. Um, what you don't think Men in Black's gonna be good? I hope that it's good, but it hasn't been getting good reviews. That's all I'm saying. Oh, oh. You, you may, do you think it's maybe because uh yes. of the casting? I think that's what I was people thinking. could be hating on Tessa. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So uh, check out those uh, reviews coming up. Check out our Dark Phoenix review. Um, and we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. Talk to you later.